listening to Making Life Brighter on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel, where we provide you with the latest information in natural healing, consciousness training, and all cutting-edge healing modalities, featuring experts in their field, including authors, musicians, and artists. Making Life Brighter is your forum for healing, inspiring, and uplifting entertainment. Here is your host, Winifred Adams. Good morning, everybody. You're listening to Making Life Writer Radio, and I'm your host, Winifred Adams. I hope you're having a jolly day out there all across the world and that you're not either snowed in, too cold, or too hot, and you're finding something temperate in this fabulous spring that's happening. I wouldn't say that it's fabulous spring for those of you that are still shoveling out back east, but um, hey, you know what? That's the way it used to be when we were growing up. That's how it was. I don't know what everybody complains about all the time. That's called weather, and when you live in a place that has weather, you have weather. (laughs) Today, I am talking to you from sunny Colorado, and it's gorgeous here, and I am enjoying the warm before the potential cold that drops in, and I was just talking with our engineer, Aaron, before the show that, you know, in Colorado, the temperature can change 35 degrees or more in an hour. It can just drop, and if you have never been here, it's quite a surprise if you get caught in that, especially if you're going up to the mountains. But for those of us that are diehard uh, Colorado fans, um, you know that it brings great snow, and there is nothing better than skiing in the Rocky Mountains. And I had the privilege of doing that um, last week as I was going to interview an upcoming guest, which we'll have on soon, and he is he has some information for us for healing and some state-of-the-art technology, and we were going to do this interview on the chairlift. <laughs> Instead, I got to be the guinea pig, and I got to try out all the things that he has, and what happened in that is it really kept me going throughout the day. I don't think my body would have been able to take what he put me through, and having never even met this man before, and having never... Um, skied moguls like I did he he put me to the test and he said all right I can see that you can ski so let's do this and then um, fed me some of the things that he had all day long and you know what we hardly stopped we stopped for a small break and never really formally ate lunch and yet I kept going and we did the back bowl the front we did everything must have done 20 runs or more and I got to see firsthand some of the things that he had that kept my systems going with without additional um, food or things. So we're going to get into that, and I'm going to discuss that next week. So he will be visiting us for an interview, and we will talk to him about technology and what he's got going on and the scan system that he has, which is really super-duper. The scan system can absolutely down to a very minute amount to exactly what's wrong in the body, and you can see what's wrong in a body Um and I guess, you know, for FDA approval and all that kind of thing, you can't diagnose necessarily. But what it is showing is where there are weaknesses and they can name it. And some of the top scientists helped create that particular scan system. Um, some of the biggest, most brightest scientists in the world, those that have really thought through this process. And it's fascinating, really fascinating. So I'm happy to share that with you next week. And I will be looking for... Um, some some more information about that as we go because I'm still in the process of being that guinea pig and I am helping to 
flesh out, you know, what I feel about it so I can share that with you as well. And it's been very interesting. Most interesting, though, is that I could do that whole day at altitude when I'm really an ocean-level girl these days. And I didn't get any altitude issues. Um, I could keep going throughout the day. And I got put to the test unlike any other time I've skied in years. And I really did. And it was it was phenomenal to see what a body did and could do. So look forward to sharing all that with you. Last week, <laughs> last week I promised you a show on uh, supplements for longevity and healing. And I got off on a tangent about preparedness that I was compelled to do. And it was really funny because as I was doing the show, I was literally feeling like I was outside of my body watching myself talk, thinking, That wasn't the topic exactly of what the show was. However, this is vitally important, so we need to do this. And I kept going with it. And do you know what's funny is my conversations after that show with everybody around and some of the healer people that I know and others that are on the cutting edge of different things, we were all talking preparedness. Isn't that ironic? I mean, what is it that's going on that's in the forefront of our minds right now? So I invite you to visit last week's show for preparedness and take that seriously or at least take it to heart and consider it. At the very least, I really ask everybody to just consider having a backpack either in your car or next to your bed or in your house somewhere. Just have extra provisions and just be prepared for whatever. You never know. That preparedness may not be for you. It could be for your neighbor or somebody if you're not home. You just never know. And it's really great as a follow-up to that, to have sort of a neighborhood list. So, for example, when I was on the CERT team, one of the things that they um, had us do was go through our neighborhood and find out and take a tally. So if you live in a complex, you might want to take account of your floor or maybe your whole building. Or if you live on a block, you might want to go around door-to-door to your neighbors and see who would like to participate And get an idea of how many elderly people you have, how many people with babies, how many people with certain pets like birds or snakes or something else, you know, what kind of animals do people have and what's in there. All those things could be helpful information for creating community and a help to one another in any kind of an emergency. So if you know your, your neighbor's not home but they have a snake, but you can't handle snakes and somebody else can, you now know what you're up against. Or you've got a baby two doors down and they might not know there's a fire or something. You know, things like that where it's just common sense. And when I tried to do this in my own area, my own complex, people wouldn't do it. They didn't want to do it. They didn't want to prepare as a group like that. They didn't want to be bothered. And it's ironic because we live in earthquake zone. So I would just put out there, maybe suggest it. Create a neighborhood. Um, maybe some one person has certain supplies and another person might have more of another supplies or whatever. Just kind of take stock. Who's got an outside grill you might need to use or who, who has room to store some water? Now, I'm not one of those doomsday people, but we don't know, for example, how your being prepared is being worked out on other planes and dimensions where a disaster could potentially be curtailed by someone's attunement and focus to that energy. 
And when we attune to something, we can oftentimes shift an outcome. And that's not a willful shift, but rather just by putting loving focus to something, the outcome of that can actually change. So if it were going toward one thing like the earthquakes that I, were, I was talking about that were off the coast of California that were 30 times the average, and then when the scientists came on air who were speaking about it, they took it off the air because they didn't want people to know, potentially, what was really going on because it would freak people out. So we just never know. It's a good idea to be prepared. When I lived on the ocean, um, in my condo on the ocean, when I first got to California, (laughs) down south, there was an earthquake there, and I was taking a nap, and I was dreaming. And I was dreaming that the children were outside, and they were shaking the building. And it was really interesting because I woke up, and I realized the kids were outside on the beach, and they were playing, but they weren't shaking the building. We had just had an earthquake in the middle of the day that registered... And everybody on the beach was still playing. They didn't know. But a tsunami could happen. Anything could happen, you know. So preparedness is great. Preparedness in your car, simple things, even just an extra backpack of things that you might need. Never know. You never know when you might get stuck on an airplane for five hours on the tarmac and not take off. You might, you might not have what you need if you go up into the mountains and your car breaks down. It's just a good idea all the way around. So I invite you to check out that show. You can check out the archive at makinglifebrighter.com in the radio tab. You can find all our other shows that we've done. And today we're going to continue our Conversations in Consciousness series. And this is really um, something that I've been happy to share with you and bring to the table. And we had some great interviews with Lee McCluskey, and he kicked it off for us back when we started this show. And you can go back and check those out because the conversations I had with Lee are amazing. And I've had many more along the way with different people. And what I'm doing is exploring the understanding of consciousness in hopes of kind of pinging people to understand what their consciousness is doing and what their subconscious is even doing. Just like with the Olympic athlete interviews, they're very disciplined, and I keep coming back to that. They're striving to discipline their conscious mind and even train their subconscious mind for an effort, for an event, for an outcome. And many of us just live this world. We get up, we do things, we go through the world, we expect to be entertained by our day, and we go to bed. But there's so much more out there. There's so much more. And so coming up next... I have, again, special guest Robert Boggs, and he's been on. He's a man that got hit by lightning several times, and he was a purveyor and a forerunner for ozone therapy. And he was ahead of his time. He grew up in Colorado Springs. Um, He lived in Boulder most of his life and has a tremendous amount to share with us as we explore consciousness. And we're going to continue our conversations in consciousness when we return. You can find us on Twitter, and if you have questions or if you want to hear something in particular, please email me at radio at makinglifebrighter.com. And remember, next week we'll have on some brand new technology, some interesting ideas around energy and the flow of energy and how it runs. And these are all things for your consideration for your health. Um, Making Life Brighter is dedicated to people that are uplifting, that are bringing something wonderful to our planet. 
And for those that are truly dedicated to our well-being and bringing love through whatever their passion is to our planet. And so we look forward to making your life brighter. And I hope, it's my hope, that after listening to these shows, you turn around and you go out and you make someone else's life brighter. And so stay tuned. We're going to be right back. You're listening to Making Life Brighter Radio, and we've got Robert Boggs coming up for you next in our Conversations in Consciousness series right here on Voice America, the health and wellness channel on the Voice America Network. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. Have you seen Winifred's healing jewelry? See what collectors and celebrities have been adoring for decades. Designs by Winifred is fine jewelry with meaning based on the energetic healing property of natural semi-precious gemstones. Whether you prefer a custom design or wish to choose something special from her handcrafted line of jewelry, all of Winifred's designs are tuned in a crystal quartz tuning bowl to the word love. Blessed stones by masters and even John of God, these healing pieces have been coveted by happy customers for years. With a fine eye for energy and aesthetic, Winifred brings to life the beauty within each stone and its unique healing properties. Enjoy more energy with Brazilian citrine. Protect yourself from EMFs and rebalance with tourmalines. Break unwanted patterns with beautiful appetite. Choose from a wide variety of gemstones and their healing properties. Designs by Winifred is fine jewelry with meaning. Follow on Facebook at Designs by Winifred or email at info at designsbywinifred.com You voted show host Winifred Adams Writer of the Year for her Making Life Brighter consciousness columns, Entertainer of the Year two years running for her Making Life Brighter radio show, and Humanitarian of the Year for the third year running for her healing work and work at John of God. Medical intuitive and host of the Voice America Making Life Brighter radio show, Winifred Adams is your resource for wellness and consciousness training. A master healer for 20 years with a worldwide and celebrity clientele, Winifred uses her unique gifts to help those in need with physical, spiritual, and emotional ailments or trauma. Individuals and families may book private sessions in person or via Skype worldwide. Go to makinglifebrighter.com for more information. Enjoy Winifred's monthly articles with upwards of 30,000 fans. To buy music and subscribe to her Voice America radio show, visit iTunes worldwide. Follow along on Facebook at Making Life Brighter for her latest humanitarian effort to help move elephants in South America to a free roam sanctuary. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. Welcome back to Making Life Brighter with Winifred Adams on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel, the preferred choice for conscious education and entertainment. For more information, please visit us at makinglifebrighter.com. If you have questions or comments, please email us at radio at makinglifebrighter.com. That's radio at makinglifebrighter.com. And now, back to the show with your host, Winifred Adams. And we're back. You're listening to Making Life Brighter Radio. I'm your host, Winifred Adams, and we welcome you to a special version of the 
Conversations in Consciousness series today. And I have a special guest with me again, Robert Boggs. Welcome, Robert. Good day. How are you up there? Good, thank you. Sun's a shining. How's sunny, sunny Montani. Sunny in Montani. <laughs> sunny in Colorado over here. And uh, Robert and I have talked before, and he's he's been a man that's been hit by lightning a few times and lived to tell about it. And he's talked to us a little bit about that in the past. But one of his his special passions in the world was to bring ozone to the forefront. And we were discussing some of this the other day even about how at the time he tried to do this, it's interesting that big business didn't didn't embrace it. And yet it would have been one of the things that would have saved us from pesticides on our foods. So Robert, let's talk a little bit about that. Let's let's talk about what it is that you tried to do and what you ran up against. I'd be glad to. Matter of fact, I was just sharing it with a um, uh, person who's sharing this with a lady named Temple Grandit um, uh, to get her on on target. Uh, and the person I was speaking with was all about trying to get my business reactivated. And I said, no, that's not what's necessary. What's necessary is that we get the message out that we're being, um, uh, well, What's new? We've been lied to and conned into a whole host of really toxic uh, foods, uh, primarily because of uh, massive corporations, uh, uh, pesticide companies, chemical companies, uh, big Con Agra type, uh, Cargill type, uh, uh, big megalithic uh, corporations that don't care about the small person. And I keep hoping that maybe with the 99%, uh, i.e. all of us, uh, might be able to wake up and tell the 1% uh, where they can go in time. But one of the things I encountered when I uh, was working with ozone, and it was an accidental experience, uh, I found that I could extend the shelf life of produce, seafood, uh, things of that nature. And in that process, we were able to determine that if uh, pesticide, uh, fungicide, insecticide, or herbicide had been applied or any type of uh, toxin that was on the external part of the plant, I could eliminate that and, and neutralize it and, uh, and also kill all the pathogens in that process. Also hold, uh, hold about two more weeks of shelf life so the food would not spoil or rot. I did not know at the time when I started this project at the University of Florida Gainesville in their Institute of Food and Agricultural Sciences, that I was going to basically make history. Strictly accidental, it was not my intention, (laughs) but it's what happened. And what I did learn through that process was that greed rules this country. Uh, Banks, corporations rule this country. And if you come up with an innovative idea that's going to impact their bottom lines, whether it's a uh, Monsanto or Dow or, or, or uh, uh, some uh, other type of poisons type of uh, business, uh, they don't like that. Um, I was going to basically eliminate the need for most chemicals that are used in stores. One of the worst health department uh, issues that they have in this country in restaurants and grocery stores is the uh, improper storage and handling of chemicals in order to reduce illness. And, of course, the chemicals they use, you know, create inoculated organisms that are now returning as superbugs. So understanding that I had to fight them, uh, they wore me out financially and basically beat me back into uh, submission, but I'll never quit wanting to fight this battle. I want to bring people into consciousness. I want people to become awake to the world they live in. 
and to become participants instead of observers. And please, we need your participation. We need you to to address uh, the, the food companies and say that we're no longer going to spend our money in your direction. Or when you have a company like Nestle who steals water and turns around and sells it and then tells us that it's not a right, but it's a privilege that we should pay for. We need to stand up against those companies and basically withhold our dollars. Because um, uh, they will go away in time where they will have to shift or adapt in order to keep in business. So we have great power as a collective. But again, we're not doing it because we're, we're fractionalized, we're programmed, and sometimes we feel like we're ineffective, but we're not. Uh, Everything counts. Clear, oh, the ahead, intention counts, too. Well, intention's great. Well, Action's better. <laughs> intent, act, act. Because uh, intentions are, are kind of vaporous, uh, kind of like a belch, if you will. It comes and goes. Uh, but an action is something that could be, have long-term impact and effect that would really you know, set a precedent. And I think at this point, historically, 2017, planet Earth, it's time to go ahead and start setting uh, integrity uh, and altruism back into their proper places, especially uh, for the sake of, of the planet and all of the living beings that are here with us, that we share this planet with. Well, sometimes it's hard to find integrity if you can't find it within yourself first. And I see that quite a bit where people say, yeah, point their finger and say, switch over there. Let's change that. Let's let's march. Let's do something. But doesn't it start within? within? It has to start within. Otherwise, it, it's false. So what, what were you going to say before I interrupted you that you were – as we go forward in in looking at this process of, let's say, polluted water, fracking, we've got fracking going on. In fact, why don't you talk to us about what you know is going on here in Colorado with fracking? I just heard uh, from some dear friends about a little town called Lafayette, Colorado, which is just east of Boulder, Colorado, and uh, somewhat north and west of Denver. Uh, fracking has become a, a major um, uh, industry in Colorado. You see the fracking uh, uh, operations everywhere now. They've actually even tried to uh, to, to raise uh, curtains uh, uh, hundreds of feet uh, uh, around perimeters and you know several feet high to try to uh, eliminate the view so people don't get upset. All they see is basically what looks like something that's been curtained off. So this is a way to try to placate or uh, 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 keep keep people from understanding what's going on. Uh, one of the problems with fracking, well, several problems with fracking, is that the uh, animals, uh, horses, cows, goats, uh, sheep, whatever is being raised out of the farmlands where they're near fracking operations, they're not reproducing. Uh, they're also uh, having very strange illnesses and lesions and things of this nature. Um, so apparently, there's not something uh, there's something that's not good about fracking. And now they're uh, actually anticipating changing the laws. So that if a person were to go to a peaceful protest, it would be listed as a felony as opposed to just a misdemeanor. So whatever is going on is being done right under our noses, and nobody seems to care. That's interesting because I just saw a show on TV about uh, fracking up in the higher mountain ranges here in Colorado and the southern, southern mountain ranges and the beautiful Vista plateaus there and how ill people have become over the years, but nothing's been done about it. And they could light their streams and streams on water, on fire. They could they could light their showers 
on fire and the, the water that's coming out of their tap, they could light on fire. And for someone to say, oh, no, that's impossible. That's not happening. It's just, it's unbelievable. I mean, that's, what kind of denial and for what purpose is that so vitally important? Are you there? We have a we yes we have a we have a really critical situation. Um, uh, I think people have uh, made several documentary type films. Uh, Gasland was probably one of the first ones that came about. Uh, even on the more of the uh, say, uh, what I want to call science fiction, uh, Avatar, uh, Michael Jackson's Earth Song. Uh, people have been trying to warn for a long, long time. Upton Sinclair, Temple Grandin. Um, uh, the names are starting to escape me now, but there are so many people that have been trying to raise an alarm for so long, and it seems by the time it gets to the right people, the right people are already dying of old age, and then the new ones come along that are totally empty of any information, and then we're just kind of destined to keep repeating history. A classic example, back to fracking real quickly, is Oklahoma, where they've just had an inordinate amount of earthquakes over the last several years, so they had USGS go in, uh, brought in their top uh, seismologists and scientists, and after quite a, a deep, long study, they concluded that fracking and pumping the fluids into the uh, earth were causing these problems. The uh, gentleman, I believe he's Continental Oil, uh, I believe CEO, uh, uh, chairman, uh, also deeply involved with the University of Oklahoma, uh, uh, asked that those seismologists slash scientists uh, would be removed and or fired from their positions because what they said was totally false. They're protecting bottom lines. They're protect- protecting billions of dollars uh, uh, and the, the shareholders. Again, the people, the 99% need to uh, say, sorry, not in my backyard, not in my state, and not in our country. A number of countries worldwide have banned fracking, but the United States doesn't seem to, the people of the United States don't seem to care. And back to just make the, the, this connection, too, to food and food safety and food awareness. Uh, the United States and Canada, I believe, are the only two countries remaining on the planet that don't want to know what's in our food. And I'm, and I'm baffled by that. Um, that'd be like if you went out in the, in the yard and just started to pick up things that were in the backyard. There could be dog manure back there, horsemen, who knows? And people are going to put that in their mouths because they don't want to know, you know, they just don't want to know. So we're putting some very toxic uh, 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 things in our environment, very toxic uh, items into our bodies. And if you were to have your blood tested uh, for, for all the different levels of, of toxins that are in our environment, you'd be shocked at what yeah. you, you would find as a result. You know, you it brings a good point, and uh, we're about to go to break. But first of all, what we have going on in our world is is so impure, and it's it's for all our labeling, it's very hidden and it's very ironic because something as simple as found on every single table for a restaurant is uh, aspartame in something, and it's it's you know you can choose to eat it, but you don't know what it does to you. It creates wood alcohol in your brain, and you can't get rid of it out of there. It harms your liver. It causes all these problems, and just like with the fracking, the the documentary that I saw was called Split Estate. And if you want to go look that up, it's called Split Estate. It's worth it's worth watching. We have we have definitely some big issues and the thing is if we don't turn them around, we won't have a pure water supply anymore. You know, the Great Lakes comp- comprises most of our pure water 
uh, has more pure water than the rest of the country all combined. We might want to think about that. And if we frack all around it, we might be in trouble. But we'll be right back. You're listening to Making Life Bright Radio. And we're going to have more right here with Robert Boggs. Stay tuned. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. You voted show host Winifred Adams Writer of the Year for her Making Life Brighter consciousness columns, Entertainer of the Year two years running for her Making Life Brighter radio show, and Humanitarian of the Year for the third year running for her healing work and work at John of God. Medical intuitive and host of the Voice America Making Life Brighter radio show, Winifred Adams is your resource for wellness and consciousness training. A master healer for 20 years with a worldwide and celebrity clientele, Winifred uses her unique gifts to help those in need with physical, spiritual, and emotional ailments or trauma. Individuals and families may book private sessions in person or via Skype worldwide. Go to makinglifebrighter.com for more information. Enjoy Winifred's monthly articles with upwards of 30,000 fans. To buy music and subscribe to her Voice America radio show, visit iTunes worldwide. Follow along on Facebook at Making Life Brighter for her latest humanitarian effort to help move elephants in South America to a free Rome sanctuary. Have you seen Winifred's healing jewelry? See what collectors and celebrities have been adoring for decades. Designs by Winifred is fine jewelry with meaning, based on the energetic healing property of natural semi-precious gemstones. Whether you prefer a custom design or wish to choose something special from her handcrafted line of jewelry, all of Winifred's designs are tuned in a crystal quartz tuning bowl to the word love. Blessed stones by masters and even John of God, these healing pieces have been coveted by happy customers for years. With a fine eye for energy and aesthetic, Winifred brings to life the beauty within each stone and its unique healing properties. Enjoy more energy with Brazilian citrine. Protect yourself from EMFs and rebalance with tourmalines. Break unwanted patterns with beautiful appetite. Choose from a wide variety of gemstones and their healing properties. Designs by Winifred is fine jewelry with meaning. Follow on Facebook at Designs by Winifred or email at info at designsbywinifred.com. Opinions, options, answers. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. Welcome back to Making Life Brighter with Winifred Adams on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information, please visit us at makinglifebrighter.com. If you have questions, comments, or would like to make an appointment with medical intuitive Winifred Adams, Please email us at radio at makinglifebrighter.com. Be sure to like us on Facebook at Making Life Brighter, the preferred choice for conscious education and entertainment. Now back to the show with your host, Winifred Adams. And we're back. We're talking today with Robert Boggs, and he is the man that got hit by lightning and lived to tell about it. And he was also the man that was a forerunner for ozone. And uh, now people are doing ozone therapy. Um, I just found out, Robert, that in the state of California, colloidal silver therapy, as in IVs, is no longer legal. And that was one of the most important things that saved my life when I had Epstein-Barr and a pneumonia mycoplasma. And... uh, I almost disappeared on account of that, but it was, thank God, for the 
colloidal silver IVs at the Holtorf Medical Clinic that I'm here to tell you about whatever I want to tell you about today. And they are looking at ozone as part of their practice. And so far, that's still available, but the colloidal silver has just got taken off along with many other things in the state of California. And for as liberal as California is, it is one of the first places that they take away your rights for supplementation. And they're even trying to pass laws where you can't grow certain um, vegetables as riders to bills because those vegetables may have trace amounts of heavy metals or this or that. Although I would say maybe the heavy metals are coming from the chemtrails that they're dumping exponentially over everyone. So can you comment on chemtrails? What I can comment on is that in the 1950s, the United States Air Force uh, commented that by the year 2020, they'd be able to control the world's weather. Um, And we know that there were... uh, uh, one of my absolute favorite uh, beings in the known universe is a gentleman named Nikola Tesla. And I think of, uh, you know, what he was able to achieve uh, with creating free energy, uh, uh, non-impactive uh, uh, technologies, um, uh, ways to actually modify or control weather, uh, uh, He's, he was just a brilliant man, but uh, what I don't think was understood that other countries would also have weather modification type programs, and what you have is uh, several different, if you could just picture everyone, 20 people in, in a single room, 10 by 10 room, and they've all got uh, brooms and sticks, and they just keep pushing stuff over here, and then they push it over there, and it keeps being pushed back and forth. Um, and so the, the idea of chemtrails is nothing new. They've been uh, uh, seeding clouds uh, since they you know, had biplanes, uh, even hot air balloons. They've been trying to seed clouds to bring water to deserts and, and to make them bloom. And, and, uh, but there is a blowback to that. Uh, nature to weather, weather to nature is, is a balancing act, and, and uh, it, it's an attempt to keep things stable. So you've got your ice caps, you have your equator, you have stability, and winds and weather are all first trying to maintain a balance. We have interfered with that balance pretty significantly. People, uh, there's a lot of talk about global warming. Uh, I think that's been politicized. When I first heard about uh, global climate change, it was from a dear friend at NOAA, who's now deceased. His name was Ken Davies. Uh, If you want to Google him, a remarkable man. he said that what we're facing is more like climate collapse because humans have started to interfere with the natural patterns of, of the earth. Um, we have a global uh, uh, thermal hailing or circulatory systems of the oceans that have been uh, have been altering and changing. These have happened. We're on a two and a or excuse me, we're on a four and a half billion year old planet, so weather changes are nothing unusual. But this time there seems to be some fingerprints of human being that are trying to perhaps weaponize weather. Uh, gee, how great it would be for Beijing and China for them to uh, clear the skies. So they're using weather modification and also chemical uh, applications in the upper atmospheres. Uh, they're using a, a whole host of technologies that are not really even allowed to be known by us in, in, the, in the real world. But all this aside, again, if people worldwide would wake up and make a stand and say, we're mad as hell and we're not going to take this anymore, cease and desist. Uh, they can't actually stop weather modification now because it's to the point that it's so out of balance that if they were to stop, it could go weather, meteorologically speaking, will go into a hyper collapse. So you could end up with 
you know, 250-mile-an-hour typhoons. You can have unprecedented hurricanes, uh, floods, rains, droughts that are just, un, uh, they'd be uh, out of a movie. Uh, it would be so stunning. So they, they can't stop weather modifying at this point. So there's kind of a strange catch-22. We're damned if we do now, and we're going to be damned if we don't. Well, you know, everything is starting to show a little bit of imbalance, and there's no doubt that the human ego is not only imbalancing our perception of the world and then our reaction to the world. And intelligence has its place, but when intelligence is used without spiritual inspiration, from my point of view, then it becomes something that you constantly have to correct, like what you just said. Yes. And and we, as people, we, we people say, what can I do? I'm one person. But one person can start influencing another person. And well, you know what they, they say is... Exponentially. One person that's evolved, uh, one person that's attuned, truly attuned to themselves, can move millions, can move mountains. Um, but everyone that's not, you know, can shift the balance the other direction equally and collectively. And that's what we're looking at right now. We've got a collective issue going on. I think that's what you're speaking to. And, you know, I want to touch on something that actually you brought to my attention in talking to me about, and I jumped on it right away. And I invite all of you out there to jump on this, is that there's a petition going around to remove health care subsidies from the members of Congress. And so far, there's about 500,000 signatures to this. And you can find it on change.org. So, Robert, tell us a little bit about why that got your attention. It got my attention. Uh, <laughs> um, it would be nice to level the playing field, as opposed to having some hierarchical uh, demagogue type of uh, uh, narcissists, sociopathic psychopaths that are in power and control, who basically, I think, would just be very pleased if all the poor people, all the sick people, all the uh, challenged people would just disappear. Um, uh, but they have a very exclusive uh, health care system. Uh, it's uh, uh, quite socialistic, uh, what the Congress and Senate or governments uh, enjoy. Uh, I always get a charge of the fact that they're saying that they were uh, anti-socialist, and yet uh, they have a very socialized uh, medicine, medical program. And I think that they would be a little bit more uh, like the rest of us if they had the same type of health care they had Social Security that they didn't have uh, retire with, uh, uh, you know, these lifelong salaries, uh, 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 things of that nature. And they, they just need to realize that they're one of us. Uh, but somehow we've created them into some kind of a god or gods, and we've emulated them or we've pedestalized them, and, and it's the worst thing that we could do because now they're much better than us, and they don't care anymore about the old people, the young people, the starving people, the sick people, the homeless people, they don't care. They look at all of that as uh, something that needs to be taken care of. And we know that back in uh, uh, Europe, back in the mid middle of the 20th century, <clears throat> there was a country that had a, a solution to get rid of problems, and uh, which you know can easily bring you to another uh, theorist, a gentleman named, uh, gosh, was it Thomas Robert Malthus, or I think it was Robert Thomas Malthus, or vice versa, Thomas Robert Malthus, uh, in the 1700s, who had uh, uh, put forward a population control plan. And that population control plan is actually etched now 
on some huge granite stones outside of Atlanta, Georgia, in what is known as the Georgia Guidestones, and it actually talks about population control. I get a strange sense, and again, it goes to the healthcare as well, uh, there's billions and billions of dollars uh, being earned by uh, the corporations that run healthcare. Uh, I wished I lived on that planet where healthcare was free for everything, everyone, uh, because what better thing could we do as a community but, but keep each other strong and healthy? Uh, we're productive, we're positive, but that's not how it's being operated. And I guess it comes back, Winifred, to very simply saying, folks, we really need you all to wake up and to, you know, contact your Congress or your senators and say, you, you, you don't get special treatment anymore. You're one of us, and so we're going to treat you like one of us and take away these special privileges and powers that they have created for themselves. Well, all those special privileges and powers and the perception of that is a paradigm that's shifting as the people of that era are shifting off of this planet. They're they're passing and new generations are coming. But, you know, my parents' generation and all that, they, they listened to everything their doctor said and didn't question it. They listened to the person that was the expert in their field and didn't question it. Now these young people are coming along and they're saying, well, we have the Internet and we have also a little bit more insight as beings that arrive on this planet. And we not only question it, um, some of us are attuned to the new, and some of us are just numb and dumb and go, okay, along with whatever the Internet says. So we have kind of a, a budding issue coming up of, of how the old school operated, which said anybody in power is it, and we shouldn't challenge that. And then now the new school coming in with some that are very enlightened beings coming along right from the get-go and others that are just numbed out and not available for, you know, they're sort of inaccessible almost, even with all the information at their fingertips. You know, a wonderful uh, uh, thing about this, too, as you speak of the the younger generations that are replacing some of these old uh, flarts, if you will, I'll say that politely, that uh, seem to be uh, uh, stuck in some sort of archaic mentality or patriarchal uh, uh, presence. But uh, what, I, what I see with a lot of these young kids today is that they, they're, uh, they're not uh, prejudiced as, as their parents or grandparents were. Uh, kind of like the 100th monkey story, uh, which is a whole other issue to itself. But these kids, it doesn't matter if you're uh, gay, uh, lesbian, trans, transsexual, trans, transgendered black, white, red, brown, yellow, these are not relevant issues to them. Uh, they are looking, I think these are more heartful, uh, more spirited beings. And uh, I've heard some of these kids say, well, nothing will change until uh, all these old white bald men die. Like, wait a minute, I'm, I'm getting old, but I'm not, I am white, but I'm not bald, <laughs> but, but, but I'm, I'm here to fight, fight with you. And I'm here to stand with you, and I'm here to inspire you and encourage you. That's what my primary role is in life now, is to be supportive in a positive uh, direction. So these kids have my vote. A lot of these kids have my vote. But the sad part is we have an opiate addiction in this country. We have uh, severe uh, alcoholism issues in this country. And And we'll get back to that when we come back. We're going to take a break, and we'll be right back. More with Robert Boggs when we come back. Take a breath.
life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. Have you seen Winifred's healing jewelry? See what collectors and celebrities have been adoring for decades. Designs by Winifred is fine jewelry with meaning based on the energetic healing property of natural semi-precious gemstones. Whether you prefer a custom design or wish to choose something special from her handcrafted line of jewelry, all of Winifred's designs are tuned in a crystal quartz tuning bowl to the word love. Blessed stones by masters and even John of God, these healing pieces have been coveted by happy customers for years. With a fine eye for energy and aesthetic, Winifred brings to life the beauty within each stone and its unique healing properties. Enjoy more energy with Brazilian citrine. Protect yourself from EMFs and rebalance with tourmalines. Break unwanted patterns with beautiful appetite. Choose from a wide variety of gemstones and their healing properties. Designs by Winifred is fine jewelry with meaning. Follow on Facebook at Designs by Winifred or email at info at designsbywinifred.com. You voted show host Winifred Adams Writer of the Year for her Making Life Brighter Consciousness Columns, Entertainer of the Year two years running for her Making Life Brighter radio show, and Humanitarian of the Year for the third year running for her healing work and work at John of God. Medical intuitive and host of the Voice America Making Life Brighter radio show, Winifred Adams is your resource for wellness and consciousness training. A master healer for 20 years with a worldwide and celebrity clientele, Winifred uses her unique gifts to help those in need with physical, spiritual, and emotional ailments or trauma. Individuals and families may book private sessions in person or via Skype worldwide. Go to makinglifebrighter.com for more information. Enjoy Winifred's monthly articles with upwards of 30,000 fans. To buy music and subscribe to her Voice America radio show, visit iTunes worldwide. Follow along on Facebook at Making Life Brighter for her latest humanitarian effort to help move elephants in South America to a free roam sanctuary. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. Welcome back to Making Life Brighter with Winifred Adams on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. For more information, please visit us at makinglifebrighter.com. If you have questions, comments, or would like to make an appointment with medical intuitive Winifred Adams, please email us at radio at makinglifebrighter.com. Be sure to like us on Facebook at Making Life Brighter, the preferred choice for conscious education and entertainment. Now back to the show with your host, Winifred Adams. We're back. You're listening. You're listening to Making Life Brighter Radio, and I'm here with Robert Fox today. And we've been very silly, and uh, he cracks me up to no end. You know, we're talking about all these very, very serious and heavy things because it's the state of our world today, which is very out of balance. But at the same time, you have to keep it light. And so uh, he he totally cracks me up with the things that he does and. And the things that he says, and so you have to keep it light, that's for sure. And Robert, <laughs> let's go back to what actually is kind of a serious epidemic in this country, which is, you were talking at the break about um, drugs and um, our opiate addictions and alcoholism and all these things, which are, I don't know if they're at an all-time high, but I know that like uh, meth and those things are definitely coming coming up and 
devastating a whole number of our teenagers and people among us today. I was just thinking uh, when Eisenhower uh, was passing the reins of power, he warned about mutually assured destruction, which everyone assumed was nuclear, and he also warned about the military-industrial complex, um, uh, which is you know pretty much what's running the United States of America. Our primary uh, uh, what we supply to the world are ways to kill people and uh, and blow things up and export garbage. Uh, we've kind of lost track of what it is to be an integrous country. Uh, but there's a, uh, there's also the pharmaceutical industrial complex, the medical industrial complex. They thrive on, uh, the, uh, sick ones, if, if you will. And if there's not enough sick ones, then they create a new drug to make sure that you will be sick. Uh, or they'll make sure that, uh, more people can get alcohol or more people can get, uh, guns more easily or whatever it is. We're basically doing their work for them. Um, I think, uh, you know, we've gone from what, uh, systems of slavery, uh, into a feudal system and then into capitalism, and they all pretty much uh, run the same way. Um, 99% of the masses support the 1%, um, uh, and you might be allowed to keep a little piece of land, you might be able to keep a few dollars, you might be able to have some food, but ultimately we're still beholding to these massive uh, corporations that literally run our lives. Uh, opiate addiction, gee, where did that come from? Um, uh, you know, uh, guns everywhere, where did that come from? Uh, alcohol, where did that come You know, it's just available to everyone at any time now. So these companies uh, are looking out for their bottom lines. These people are making millions, billions, if not trillions of dollars on the broken lives, the broken souls of all these people that they made their insidious uh, products available too. And I think that, again, is something that we need to wake up to. Um, uh, if you have a headache, uh, try a little acupressure or drink water or take a walk uh, as opposed to popping pills. Uh, if you're feeling a little disoriented, uh, you know, do not uh, uh, ask your doctor for the drugs that you see advertised on television because it might include death. Uh, uh, so what we need to do, again, is to become very conscientious of our own health and be responsible for our own health. Uh, my dear osteopathic doctor friend in, in Denver for years, uh, I asked him one day, how many people call you for these commercials that appear on TV? Uh, he said, oh, about 30 times per week on average. Doctor, I just saw this ad, and it says I might need this drug. And he goes, trust me, you don't. Just go take a walk. Um, uh, so we really need to understand that we're being uh, inundated. We're being uh, deluged. We're being barraged by the misinformation. Um, another way to well, make people, a person feel... people don't really... People don't know what's natural anymore. They, you know, we've got this giant movement on the one hand for natural juicing, natural products, the latest and the greatest. And then we've got this other, and yoga and all these things. And uh, though yoga is not new, it's, you know, what, thousands of years old. And actually even the word is being bastardized today because yoga speaks to coming back into the body and everybody uses it like a commercialism now oh well i do yoga well do you even know what that really means do you know what you're doing it's the coming back into knowing and the making of man within a process and so it's wonderful that more people are on board with it but we throw around these words and we throw around these things at the same time we've got natural foods and 10 times more choices of drugs that alter people's state of being, consciousness, perception, and creates a cocktail within them. 
which makes it more difficult for their bodies to function naturally. And we're, we're now seeing brain activity change. We're seeing more problems with driving. We're seeing more, more problems with um, brain problems, brain tumors, brain everything. We have, we have an issue. And, you, are, you know, people are spending money unintelligently. So speak to that for a little bit. How we spend our dollar determines our future of our planet. And if we have kids, relatives, or friends, and we're not just hermits, um, uh, how we spend our dollar will determine the future. Um, and I've, I just I'm going to have to go back. Uh, you know, the thought of natural food. Well, what is natural food? Um, there's a lot of misrepresentation under that label of natural. There's even misrepresentation under the label of organic. Uh, what we're trying to do is get the world back to the period of time before pesticides, insecticides, fungicides, and herbicides were so widely adapted and used. Uh, the health ramifications are, are very obvious now. Uh, cancers, heart disease, a whole host of things are just, you know, record-breaking phenomena. And, uh, uh, and it's allowed because it's profitable. And people always say, well, you know, this is free enterprise. This is, uh, this is business, and that's the way it is. But I think it's not the way it's supposed to be. And, again, I want to just give people back their power or help people regain their power. Um, the way we spend our money uh, determines the future. So, so choose wisely. Learn about the companies that you're supporting. Learn about the products that you're buying. Understand what Nestle, uh, what their perspectives are. I don't mind dropping names. Uh, ConAgra, these are, you know, industrial farms now. The, the diseases are just rampant. Uh, feeding uh, 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 vegetarian animals uh, uh, meat, for example, uh, and creating uh, all these bovine uh, diseases and, and mad cow disease, uh, just a whole host of things. We've created such imbalance. And the power is not in your elected representative or the CEO or, uh, or chairman of a corporation. It's you. It's us. It's we, the people of the planet, not of this country, but of the earth. We're earthlings collectively. You look from space, you'll not see a single boundary line drawn on the planet. It's just a single as Carl Sagan referred to it, as a mode of dust suspended in a sunbeam. This is our home, and we need to treat it as such, and we need to treat all living beings here with respect and dignity and kindness. We don't need to dump our toxins into the throat of this beautiful earth anymore. And I'm going on a tangent, forgive me. Including, including thoughts, including self-care, including us. And on that note, I'd like to say thank you for coming on and being with us today. And we will explore more in our continuing series of, of conversations and consciousness with Robert Boggs. And Robert, what makes your life brighter? Uh, having conversations like this where we can uh, interact and, uh, and connect together energetically and evoke and create change. Very good. Thank you for listening, everybody. Go jolly out there. Have a sweet day. Go make somebody else's life brighter. Thank you for listening, and we'll talk to you next week with some new technology on Making Life Brighter Radio. Thank you for listening to Making Life Brighter on the Health and Wellness Channel. Be sure to join us every Thursday at 10 a.m. for information, inspiration, and education with leading experts in healing and consciousness. For more information and a complete show schedule, please visit us at makinglifebrighter.com. Making Life Brighter, successfully helping you feel better from the inside out. Go Jolly!
This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.